just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This river bloke called Knuckles, some call him the Big Knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, Holy fuck! The cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show which we extract the wildest and the best yarns from the best people around the world. Currently sitting beside me, we've got uh, Mad Joshy Burks, Brass. Knuckles? Mate, um... We'll, we'll drive another one of these truth serums into us because, you know, it's fucking 7.30 in the morning and what do you need more than a fucking shot? So, um, cheers, Brass. Cheers, bud. I'll do it. Mm. It's just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Down the hatch, big snatch. Got a good one. <laughs> well, fucking tell us a proper true yarn, brother. Uh, proper true yarn. Um, I was sponsored by VJV, Nansen Vold. He owned, like, the... Sale yards of everything over there in Canada. So I was doing pretty good there and I had to go to a PBR while this Pinocchio Pro Rodeo was on. So where's, where's Pinocchio? It's uh, in between, that's Canada, Alberta, Canada, just before Edmonton, I guess, in between Edmonton and Calgary, if you want to yep, yep. go up that way. It's the second biggest rodeo in Canada, pretty okay. much. So if you went Pinocchio, yeah, you got, got some pockets and money in you, you know. So we we're trying to do that. The year we we're pro rodeo on pretty hard and doing everything. So I was, we worked it out. I could get on my bull at Pinoca, then get on the, this charter flight and that Nance would give us this plane for free to go over. And all he said was, whatever you do, don't give this fucking pilot any whiskey or anything like that. He goes, I said, why not? He said, a sniff of fucking whiskey, that cunt will turn loose on the plane for you. So anyway. <laughs> and it was only me and Matt Turner who were meant to be on this plane. So when we leave Pinoca to fly to this, it was in Saskatchewan somewhere, this PBR, and it was us two flew over there and he said, don't, whatever you do, don't bring any other cunt back with you. So we ride at this other PBR. We did pretty good too. Yeah, flying back, it's dark. We're into the whiskies. I've got about three more fellas on the plane than I should have. <laughs> Which one was Nansen's brother-in-law, so I thought it'd be all yeah, right. Yeah, family's allowed, eh? Yeah, yeah. So there was one cunt I didn't let on there. We made him drive the cars back. <laughs> anyway, we're fucking up in the air, drinking piss. You want one, mate? He's like, nah. And Matt turns like, Nansen said, do not give this cunt any. Fuck him, he'll, he'll have one. He's had a sip of this thing and it's turned him loopy, hasn't it? So we're driving, flying into Pinocchio and you can see the big arena and he's did this big fucking loop, turned this plane, fucking did some silly shit up in the air and then dropped it down. We get out of the airport and Nancy's like, what the fuck do you do? I'm like, 
didn't expect you to be picking us up, but told you you got three more people on the fucking plane. This dickhead's obviously had some fucking whiskey because he was fucking doing that shit right over the arena. <laughs> I thought, oh, fuck it. Anyway, go to the Pinoca, get into a few beers and that. Me best mate Corey was, and he's, he's a menace. He fucking stir the wrong person up and get flogged all the time. Turn up there and eh, we at the bar, next minute he's getting fucking flogged. So I run on over there, help him out into this cunt and this other cunt's flogged me and we're walking on out. I said, oh, fuck it, we'll go have a bong one. He doesn't even smoke. Sitting in this car having this bong, next minute this light comes on and it's all the coppers. I mean, here we go, fucking claret all out of us. Were you in that fucking fight? What fight, mate? I, was, I just got off plane, I was in the bull ride and I had this black eye from old buddy punching fuck out of me. <laughs> and he said, what happened to your eye? I said, fucking bullhorn me in the eye today, mate. Corey slides out of the other car, he's got two black eyes. And I suppose bull got you. Yeah, bull riding's a cunt of a game, he goes. <laughs> 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 sure as shit. The police fucking let us go, took me weed off me and fucking we're partying around next minute. So where are we going to camp? So Nansen, he's got his dodge there. Let's just sleep in Nansen's fucking dodge. Anyway, we're sleeping Nansen's dodge. I wake up that morning to his missus. She's like, what the fuck happened to you? So what do you mean? I've got my sponsor shirt on, brand new sponsor shirt they bought me. Blood all over this cunt, black eye, just like a mess. She's losing it. We're never fucking sponsoring you again. Uh, I think, thanks, Corey. That was true to their words. <laughs> there was a week later, we said, if you don't go fucking 90 next week, we're fucking dropping you. We get on the piss that week and lucky enough, Drew pound the alarm, I was 90 on that fucker. He said, well, you're going to another one tomorrow. If you're not 90 tomorrow, you're fucking drop. Fucking lucky enough, I just jagged another 90 the next day at this <laughs> WPB. I was like, just right, we're on the train, keeping the train on the tracks. But got too loose for Nansen by the end and he just said, fucking, nah, you're not not worth putting our name on. And then there was this since, like, the representative, Nate Gardner, he's always like, we'd sponsor you, but you're too fucking loose. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, just the shit you do, we don't want to bring in on you, but we'll do it if you wanted to, like, settle down and not party so hard. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll just fucking keep riding bulls and making money that way, but... I had some good sponsors there that they'd party with you too and they looked after you good. Like Josh Bears, eh? He'd party just as hard as you, but he, he was like my second father over there that far. He was just, yep. Yeah, he looked after We did Vegas and everything together. He was a legend. So what sort of sponsorship would they give you, mate? They'd just pay to get you there? Because a lot of cowboys go over there and get fuck all, have to just prop up. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You don't want to put yourself out there to be get less money of what you really deserve, you know. Like a, a chap sponsor should, shouldn't only be worth $30,000 yeah. to have their logo on it and that. But Nansen, he'd just give us everything. He yeah. said, I'd pay you entry fees, here's a fuel ticket, you can take the plane, Yeah, whatever you need, we'll make it happen. And then you get your bonuses for if you win a title or go 90 points. That that one sponsor I had, Young Money Cattle Company, they every time you're 90, we're going to give you another three grand and then... Just so happened I had a pretty good year. That I cracked probably 12 90s, I think it was, that year. That I was Send them broke. And then he said, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to change this fucking contract. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he changed. He said, uh, Canadians, the judges, 
they're two points higher than what you really should be, he said. So we'll just fucking make it when you're 90 in the States. So fucking I never went to the States a great deal. Like I spent more time in Canada than there. And I think I was only ever 90 once or something down in the States when we were down there. So yeah. I didn't get fuck all out of him down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few back. Yeah, that's right. But he ended up being my boss and that. And, yeah, he, he fucking, he looked after us good. We, we yeah. had a shitload of Aussies there and we'd torture that fucker. From morning to dinner, ain't he? He had no control on us, eh? Yeah. Fucking he'd walk out. Not not, not too many people in the world do, bro. No. Like, even we discovered them BB guns over there. Like, fuck you know, we weren't allowed over my wrist, so I thought I was John fucking Wayne. <laughs> Turned up Scott Schiffner's. I never met Scott Schiffner, but to me he was an idol that I wanted to meet. So we're sitting there for, I think it was his birthday, and I never met him. And I said to Griff, I said, we're sitting in this shed, going to give him a surprise. And said, as soon as that cunt walks through that door, I'm going to lace this cunt. And he said, don't, don't. He's, he will not fucking like that one bit. And I said, no, fuck him. I want him to remember me before. He's like, you haven't even met him. <laughs> so as soon as he walked That's in, everyone. Well, first thing that runs through your head is, I'm about to meet me idol. I'm going to fucking sub the cunt into him with a BB gun. Yeah, well, you want you want to make a fucking memory out of it, don't you? <laughs> He never fucking forgot, don't you worry, that motherfucker. He walks in, they say surprise, and I go fucking boom, 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 and it was pretty much a little automatic pistol fucking thing. <laughs> I've laced him to enough to where he stepped out and shut the door, and everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And he's walked up to me. He said, I don't fucking know you, but whatever happens, I mightn't fucking get you today or tomorrow, but I will fucking get you. And yeah, he, I think he ended up getting me a few times, hey. <laughs> we ended up... Uh, Jason Davidson, he runs this, like the 3D bull riding in Canada with the PBR and he had a golf game with all the sponsors before the bull ride. You don't fucking do that. Me and Ty Patton, we're, we're golfing partners with these sponsors and we're just on the whiskeys drinking hard before the bull ride and then coming to the bull ride, I was pretty drunk lucky. I had a little soft spinner. It was only Bo Hill, Scott Schiffner and me on one side of the chutes and I was about to ride before Bo and I said, Schiffner, pull me rope, can you? He said, no. Nah. Just bluntly said, no. Nah. I was what the fuck do you say? He said, I'm not pulling your rope. I'm pulling Bo's rope. I thought, fuck, what am I going to do? I said, get the fuck over here. I'm not pulling your fucking rope. And I thought, hey, this cunt has remembered me shooting him. And he's not, <laughs> he stood his word. He never pulled my rope until the 10 round at Calgary Stampede. And I fucking bucked off, so I, I put it to Schiffner that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my bad luck and he got his payback for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cost me 100 grand. <laughs> but it was a good memory shooting that fucker. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got him good. And then, yeah, yeah there's a few fighting yarns. There was one day uh, we were at some cabaret after the bull ride and there's this kid and he is losing his mind at this lady and I don't. Don't do that too. No, well. fuck no. I said, listen here, you little cunt. I said, get out of here and I'm going to fucking flog you. And he said, I'll go get me big brother. I said, go get your fucking big brother. I said, I'll slap that cunt. Sure as shit, he gets his big brother. He's a big, <laughs> big fat fucker. Not a big built fuck, yeah. but big fat fucker. I looked at cover Chuck and Prescott said, watch this, I'll put a show on for you boys. Not that I, I can't fucking fight to save my life, but I thought I'll put a show on. He's lined up and I just went, whack, bitch slap this cunt. And he's like, what, what, did, did that cunt just slap me? 
And I went, yep. And I went to go again and he just grabbed me and went, dust sat on me and flogged the living <laughs> fuck out of me. <laughs> I was talking boys the other day and they said, you can't fight with a fuck. You slap. Fucking, I don't know why I bitch slapped that fucker, but G handled me. Hey, <laughs> Dan, how many rodeos do you reckon you've done in your life? Uh, like on average, on a year over in Canada or what, within that circuit, how many rodeos would you do per week on average? Uh, sometimes it, you'd be four to six rodeos. Yep. Or you could be to three a week over there. But I like... So different to over here as it's every weekend. But where your dream would be is like you're doing it every day. When we're doing it every day, Nelly, over there, it, it become a job. Yeah. Like really come a job like, like having to go saddle a fucking horse and ride a breaker every morning, you know. Yeah. It become a job. But it was still fun. But you'd, I'd say we, like in one stage there, we, we would have done 100 rodeos for the year. Yeah, right. You know. And then even with that, we'd double sometimes triple enter, so you're getting on two to three more bulls, well, in the round, so you, and then if oh, you... Oh, so you, so you can double enter. Yeah, at yeah, some right. of them PBR events over there, like that'd be maybe short on the 35 fellas turning up through people hurt and whatnot. Yeah. And I'd have two or three bulls there and then say, well, you want to double enter and pay your other entry fee and get on again. To me, that was just an opening to fucking win more. So, hundred Fucking, of course, I was going to get on that. Yeah. So by the end of it, they they ended up. You just turn up, and you wouldn't even have to fucking tell anyone that you'd double in. That contract would have your fucking entry fees paid, and oh, you're getting on him too. Sweet. Like, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, there was a lot of people that wouldn't do it, but like fucking Chase and Ty Possible and that the year they went hard. It was just like us, mate, and Tina Burn. We're just. Double and tripling and whatever we could because we yeah. wanted to fucking win. Well, you're there to win. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and for whatever reason, mate, the first one mightn't go well. Dead right. I always needed one fucking warm up. <laughs> 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 you know, so the second one was always a danger. It's fucking, I was pretty sure I'd ride that fucker, but yep. the first one was always doubtful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> mate, and as a fucking bull rider, do, do you have a preferred way at which you, you, you know, spin to the left or spin to the right or fucking or just. I, I loved them in my hand. Most bull riders do because I could spur the fuckers then. You'd go yeah. spur them in the neck then. But out of the hand, you, I like the feeling of it better out of your hand. You could just wait on your bulls and to waiting on them. It just pretty much felt like you could just sit there and let them buck under you. But into your hand, you had to work for it and throw a few Hail Marys and feet. But yeah. that was a bit fun. They couldn't buck. They took a good chance of... Fucking throwing me off into my hand. Every time they say, oh, you got one that spins left, I'd be like, yes. Got yeah. one off, fucking know I'm going to ride, you yeah. know. <laughs> but then I get out of the round of the ride, I was like, fuck. Had a little bit of, I wasn't 100% on the ones out of my hand. But yeah. I'd, I'd get the odd one done out of my hand, but, yeah, definitely into my hand. I love them fuckers. Is there any time when you've actually sat on a ball and thought, <laughs> easy? Like you, you just know you're going to nail the cunt? A few times, it, yeah, I always rated them off, not what they did, but like the body shape of them and that, and you could, how you could feel your feet and that. And some bulls, yeah, for sure, you just, as soon as you slide up, you just fucking know you're going to have him. But yeah. more times than not, you're doubting if you're going to ride the fucker or not, but you just always had to back yourself for what you knew. And in the end, like everyone's like, well, what do you tell yourself? I always tell myself to stay forward and let them pack you about. And 
Yeah. Hurt. What's the worst you've been hurt, brother? More fighting bulls, actually. Like yeah, right. Now that I retired riding bulls and then fighting, I've got hurt more fighting bulls. It broke me back, I want to say, probably four years ago now. Fighting bulls? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, right. Just in the practice pen and... Just at the practice pen, usually you don't gear up or anything usually and just this little spot fucking lined me out and just hooked me up the back and, yeah, got me real down on me L9 and broke it. Fucking hell. Yeah, my missus broke the same bone and bull hooked her at the sale yards one day and she was in a real bad way and then I remember doing mine. She's, she barely remembers me breaking my fucking back. She's... <laughs> You weren't that hurt. I'm fucking broke the same bone as you. Yeah. She takes the piss out of me all the time that I was putting it on. But yeah, fuck right. me, mate. She fucking hurt. X rays don't <laughs> lie, huh? No, that's dead right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. How long were you laid up for? Uh six months, pretty much. Yeah. Six six weeks of just fucking no. it wasn't bad, like to where you don't move around because it's just like a big fracture, but it was broken to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking broken back's broken yeah. back. Holy but fuck. I had a bull stand on my ribs there one day at the BTD finals in Tamworth. Old hot chili stood on my guts and broke nine ribs or whatever and lacerated the lungs and a bit. And I just remember getting up and running out of the chutes and hiding behind the, under the chutes like a shot dog. I just wanted to die. Yeah. That was the most pain I ever went through was that bull standing on me guts. But other than that, I've been knocked out, broken noses and broke a leg once and, you know, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm bull right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. I've lost a fair few oh, teeth, as you can oh. see, though. But. <laughs> oh, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, I've only broke me back. I've only broke my leg. I've yeah. only broke nine ribs but and fucking broke me nose. I've been pretty lucky. Fuck yeah. me dead. I don't want your luck, bruss. Yeah, but you could be saying, like... With the old extreme bulls, follow that Simon Creswell. He's in a wheelchair, and yeah, true. You know, fuck. I don't think he was too lucky. Yeah, that's that's you right. Know? Yeah. There's... So to me, oh fuck yeah, we're lucky. We still got our legs under us. Yeah, hundred percent. And they, they put it into wisdom. You know, like there's a lot, a lot of my mates that are in paraplegics and in wheelchairs and all that sort of. There's a dark side to it. To it all too, you know. But oh, percent. Play the game, you fucking take the pain. Exactly you right. Know? And that's why, in the end, that's why I retired because the Ron Bulls, it, it didn't, it, meant, it still meant a lot to me, but it didn't mean enough to fucking be, die for. Yeah. You know, every time I nodded, I was ready to die. Yep. And then at the end, I fell in love with my wife, had a kid and it was just, it, it didn't mean as much to me to want to put it all out there, so I had to quit. I was scared of fucking getting hurt, I guess. But yeah, yeah, you know, it just changes when you get older. And then I went bullfighting. I've got fucking hurt more doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's fucking fun too. I love it. My dad used to fight bulls, and even when we're riding, oh, that's all. I love fighting bulls. Yeah, you know, some days I get scared of shit and get people take the piss out of you. Fucking fight bulls. He runs from bulls. He doesn't fucking fight them. Fucking mate. And then you get them other days, and you get you get some good bullfighters with you. You know, you get Cody Hammond or someone like that, and they pump you up to where you think, fuck, I'll take on a line. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.